Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Anthony here with Champagne Soccer. I got the cast and crew here complaining about my lighting. They're saying the sun is shining on me, but if you've been locked in a metal box, not prison, but the Navy on a ship, a carrier, you appreciate the natural lighting and the sun just starts attracting to you. And that just goes with Manchester City as well. The sun just starts attracting to us. Wow. We're on our way to a, <laughs> to a treble. Yep. <laughs> one step closer. One more trophy until we make history. Second club in England to do it. Hey, sorry, y'all. I'm hosting. I'm raiding today. I'm taking over. I'm here with the FFP6. Yeah, we out here. Five <laughs> yeah. of us, though. Hey. Hey, oops. <laughs> who's, the, who's the shadow double, member? What is this? Hey, double count. The Saudis hey, I'm hoping, What's going hey, on? I'm hoping, I'm, I'm hoping Jamar going to pull up, man. I thought oh. I thought I read the notes and Jamar was pulling up. Oops, yeah, my way, boy. man. We'll hey. see, man. <laughs> Ready for us. Hey, but seriously, though, what's up, fellas? How you doing, Dan, Marcus, Ephraim, Claytis? What's going on? Can't complain, man. Another day, another transfer rumor that I hope isn't true. That's Saudi money coming in. Hey, hey man, we we may actually have to have a another uh segment of the show and add it to the MLS minute. It may be a a milli 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 minute Saudi minute. You feel me? <laughs> yeah, we may have to talk them big M's because <laughs> that's that's probably gonna be the new league. <laughs> so we're gonna have to keep that. I'm gonna I'm gonna talk to the big boss Dan about that one, fellas. <laughs> but uh, what's up, Marcus? What's going on, man? Hey man, it's a new year, man. We already be out here with the rebuild, and you know, when we get to the transfer topics, you know, that that's that's when we're gonna be shining. So uh yeah, man. McAllister on the way. Okay, man. High hopes. I hear that, man. I like that. I like that. E, what's goody, man? What's up, cuz? Hey, uh, man, congrats. City, treble loading. 2-1 win over United. That's what's up. Hey, man, you don't have to be humble like that, man. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna spin the bend on you, man. We're going to come back and get your synopsis on that one, man. <laughs> nah. Hold on. Hey, yeah, nah, yeah, nah, we gonna, hey, thanks for being humble, but now nah, we don't worry, people. We go, we, we gonna get a synopsis. Hey, what's up, Claytis, man? What you got to say, man? Hey, man, the Clarence cell is still open, you know, we're cleaning them out. Holler at me if you need one, you know, find the M's, hey, 20 M's, whatever you got, five M's, just link me. Clarence cell is still on, man. Mason Mount still, he, he he's gone. Have some respect, man. Unless you're giving me Silva or Gunaga, do not discuss Mason. <laughs> hey, bro, I don't I want, see I, on the clearance sells you. This is a clearance. You, you want I don't want Mike Yoko, uh, Kulabali? Yeah, we're, hey, we're man. clearance. Play. Yeah, nah, nah, nah. That's oh, yeah. MLS. That's MLS hey, of that Millie, that Millie, Millie, Saudi minute, man. <laughs> you do a lot of work with Kulabali. Have him playing that new stone role right there. Nah, the trouble loading. Hey, Honestly, man, I ain't hey, seen Kulabali. Cool said it's in that role. Hey, man. You put hey. that senior citizen in that role, he'll be in Dubai in three weeks, man. 
try to beg to get in the Saudi <laughs> league. Please let me in. And, and, Pep, and Pep, I trust. Nah, man. I ain't seen Koulibaly since he called y'all legend and asked him for that jersey number. Whoever that was. Should have never got that number. The racist John Terry. That's who that is. <laughs> yeah, see, hey, man. I ain't seen that boy since he called for that number, man. Hey, so let's let's get to the game. You know, the match of the week. We're going to talk about the FA Cup because City's collecting them infinity stones that nobody on this cast of the world wants. You know, everybody's just a, a fan of the op all of a sudden. But Ephraim, how do you feel about what you saw on Saturday? I mean, or what did you, what was, what was your reaction within the first 15 seconds? seconds? Yeah, yeah, they got here. Yeah, the I think they changed it like three. Rooted. Yeah, it got amended to 13. Like three times, re- right. Re-amended to 12, <laughs> man. They almost pushed the nine seconds, man. So how did you feel, man? Hey, that shit was lit. I can't lie, man. It's it's, it's hard to, I mean, what can you say? I mean, it was lit. Like, goal kick up to Holland. Holland bouncing off the Gundogan, Gundogan right there in the goal. Hey, man, I ain't ever seen nothing like that before in my life, man. So, yeah, man, that was uh, that was legit. That was tight. Yo, Gundogan been on fire, you know. Ready to hit them Arsenal settings or them Barcelona settings. Tell the truth, man. It wasn't tight. You were sick. Yeah, of course I was sick. But what are you going to say? I mean, you didn't roll around on the ground and be all crying about it? Nah. What it was in that concussion movie? Tell the truth. Yeah, I'm telling the truth. So, yeah, it was lit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, of course I was hurt, but damn what are you gonna do about it right i ain't there to help i ain't there to do anything about it so uh the second goal i mean obviously there was a handball involved and we can talk about how controversial that was but uh you know two one one tied up next thing you know two one going again again awesome soft shit the hair probably could have stopped it more than likely could have stopped it but you know it is what it is, man. Y'all was the better team, even though y'all weren't even playing the best. You can admit that too, right? That wasn't even y'all best type of game. But y'all still won, though, man. So at the end of the day, I guess it shows who the better team is. But yeah, of course, Dan, I was sick. But yeah, man, 13, 12 seconds, whatever it was. Oof. Yeah, man. Like I said, you gotta give credit where credit due, man. Better team won. Thanks, man. Uh, I would say, you know, the team, it wasn't our best play, but it wasn't our worst. And I think we're we're at the stage of the season where nerves can get to you, you know. it's it, That was a derby. It was a final. It's a part of can they complete history? They're already there. They're at the door. Can they do it? And honestly – Personally, I think this match is was the toughest one out of the two. I think if we lost this, the Champions League final will be tougher. Will, our mentality will be more shaken. But since we won this, hey, man, enter. They can't do – we just be history. You know what I'm saying? We beat y'all, who, big brother, holding it down for a long time, 20 times, 20 times. I heard you chanting that at the crib forever. Yeah, real real talk. So imagine just noisy neighbors like real over there. We finally got it, got it down. 
the formation, we didn't change nothing. Pep didn't geek it. I loved how John Stones second half. Hey, hey, John Stones was activated. It I was told you like he was your best player, except for Gundogan. He got the Mission Impossible phone call with the with the sunglasses, or whatever. Like, hey, John, you know, we we need you to take care of everything, and he was facilitating. He helped yeah. Rodri yeah. and allowed De Bruyne to float around and move Fred whichever way. He took Fred out the game because yeah, in the first sure. half, Fred was Fred was centrally handling things because De Bruyne, the spaces De Bruyne was covering. So oh, once yeah. De Bruyne floating towards the um, it was like the right side. He started on the right side in the second half, and there were times he was on the, the left wing. He just kept Fred out the center, and that opened up a lot, like just the space. Um, even though the second goal came off a free kick, the the team the way we were moving. We controlled it. Um, I don't know if it was a highlight anybody saw, but somebody like me just like is playing now, you know, adult leagues and stuff, and I don't got the Neymar handles or nothing. Hey, John Stones is nasty. There was was a moment. There was a moment where y'all were pressing in the box. I don't know if it was the end of the first half or beginning of the second, but there was an interplay between City. It was you talking about the turn when y'all yeah, said that? Yeah, we yeah, hey, man. Hey, hey, it's almost like he he heard throughout the crowd noise, it's like he still heard who was ever pressing him on his back, and he baited him in because the pass that he received was almost it was almost trickery. Because if he played it somewhere else, that other person would have to know, yo, I gotta clear it, which a this dangerous situation because the way y'all were pressing, y'all was on him. So yeah. they it had been instant clearance. So John Stones was calm, baited, I think, Casemiro in for the quick turnaround. Hey, man, it's stuff like that that people talk about uh, Deserby and how you attract the press to start the start the, the attack. And it's not an actual counter. It's just a, yeah, man, it's one-on-one up here. So, or wherever we at. And it's just the way John Stones is able to do that Hey man, that was that was beautiful. Hey, um, Anthony, that, what's up? He push he pushing Calvin Phillips down the line even more now. Yeah, man. Hey, look, hey, your boy, your boy, your boy, on, your boy is central defensive midfielder in the works, man. He he really is. He's I don't know if you're going to call him a what'd you call him the last time a a, a roving uh, center back or something. What'd you call him? Oh, box to box center back. Center back. <laughs> box to box center back. Nah, he's straight defensive midfield now, dog. Like yeah, he he was yeah. definitely uh. He was on one. He definitely controlled the game. Like I said, he was besides Gundogan, most definitely your best player, no doubt about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hey, so, so Sorry, Clay. Got to be like a just a squad player. What's his? Because <laughs> Calvin, I feel like I think, the season. Yeah, I think he about to get sold again. You see what you're talking about, Calvin Phillips? Yeah, yeah. He he actually said he wants to stay. He wants to he wants to challenge the spot on the Pep team, prove himself. Good luck. Danny Drinkwater vibes. You know the truth. Yeah, you know what time it is. Collect those checks. When the Saudis call, then you got a kick. Uh, uh-oh. Saudis. Dan, Marcus, y'all got anything you want to uh, add about the FA Cup? No? Yeah, no. kind of went how I predicted a preseason match in a final, you know. You got City trying to work their way back in the form at the end of the season. United, they ain't that good. So 
it was kind of over in the first 15 seconds. They got that Fugazi handball, the modern handball, as they called it, to try to give him a, a little plea. But then, you know, Gundigan got it out. So, yeah, pretty boring, pretty simple match. I'm glad the right team won because that handball was illegal, man. Hey, all I got to add is um, <clears throat> Pep, I want to keep seeing you do this dance. Hey. <laughs> chill, 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 the little. Um, yeah, Gundogan was on one. Um, like, it was kind of like he knew he was dipping. Like, that's the vibes I got from that shit. Like, let me go ahead and get my goals real quick. Um, we saw the <clears throat> how soft Bruno kind of acts now again. Like when he got frustrated, uh, and kind of like how you said, first half Fred was doing his thing. Second half, I, I kind of said, get that man off the pitch. Like he was fouling left and right. Like even when he had the car, he still was fouling. Uh, I thought KDB actually had a solid game, but it's not gonna be that easy against Inter, bro. Like the same way how you saying it, it's it's a storybook. It's storybook for them. Like. It's going to be a, I think that's going to be the tougher game. Like, because again, they're going to understand the tactics that he's already, that y'all pulling out better than probably the, any Premier League team outside of Brighton. So I think that it'll be a better test. But I did think it was funny. Ortega almost had the same amount of assists as, uh, as Ederson this year, huh? With that pass with the, uh, in the, in his first 12 seconds. Even though uh, KDB and uh, Highland touched on it, but um, and what was funny also, you said in the adult league, like who you kind of like dribble like. I I really hate on them, but I, I kind of dribble like Gucci Grealish. Well, you got you got draw like Jack touches. Uh, uh I wouldn't say that. I, I'm kind of with the Fulton touches. Hey man, no nobody else on over here is amazed at that. Yeah, I'm gonna need to pull up on y'all and see y'all on the field, man. Hey, man yeah. I just saw with... report that Mark Zuckerberg said he ain't get slept in a, in a jujitsu match, so I don't know what's going on, man. Uchi Grealish, but nah, man. Hey, man. Looking back at that game, um, the funny thing is I had some friends over and they're all United fans and. They came through the door. I said, you know, every goal that goes in, I take a shot. I just came out the shower getting dressed. And all I hear is, fuck. And, you know, he, he's throwing stuff. So I had to get the bottle out for him to drink his pain away. Um, but watching that game, honestly, I feel like United didn't come with, like, any real intensity. Like, they were in the game, like, at the start of it, but no real, like, intensity or desire to win the game. And like Dan said, like, that penalty was, like, here's a little bone to see if you guys can play with these guys. And they got the penalty, but like the first couple of minutes, I could see that they were kind of, you know, putting a lot of pressure on city, but they weren't clinical. And I don't think you guys really took them as a threat because again, they're not as clinical in front of goal. And then other than Rashford, especially the second half when we kind of got injured, they didn't have much else going on until like, let's say Granaccio came in. He pretty much changed the whole game. Like he was more direct, try to create more space, took more shots, things that, you know, Sancho didn't do for 75 minutes. So altogether, I feel like that game was, like I said, even before um, on last week's spot, I was like, you know, this is going to be like a walkthrough for you guys, like a practice run. And that's what it ended up being. Like, 
I didn't see United really giving you guys any challenge like this weekend. That was a easy, you know, you could have played your, your Calvin Phillips and, you know, the B squad, um, your little mans on the U21 team, you know, y'all could have still won that. Man, come on. I mean, I, I, I give you, they, they may not have been hey, as clinical. Hold let's, on. Let's, let's I gave them may not have been as clinical, but that makes it seem like it was two to one. It wasn't like it was a five nil win. I get, I give you some of that, but it was two to one because they're it's still hung over. Bro, come on. Besides that penalty, nothing came from United until Garnaccio came on and got. No, I give you that, but but to make it seem like their B squad would have been nah. Yeah, they would have. Come on, I'm starting to agree with them. Once I saw Rodri lose the ball and put his hands on his on his knees, he was tired. Hey, and Pep kept him in. I was like, oh, y'all lost already. Y'all done. Pep not prep. Hey, I ain't never seen Rodri tired. And I ain't never. Hey, when Rodri was tired, I still let him play. Alcoholism is real, man. A few passes, bro. There was like a few passes where he was like, when he put his hand on his knees, like he was tired. He got the ball like four times right after that. And he, all he did was like simple passes. But yeah, because he was gassed. Nobody pressed him. He didn't have to look over his shoulder. Like that's he what I'm saying, man. To pick out a pass, it was like, if you guys really wanted to dominate that game, I feel like after that goal went in, like you guys should have took more risk. And I feel like you guys didn't take enough risk in the game until maybe the end of it. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. Hey, so Ephraim, I'm gonna I'm gonna end this part with with a question with you. Y'all selling Sancho this summer? I heard hey, uh, I heard Dortmund Dortmund calling. Dortmund calling for him. Going, he can go. Back. He can go. He can go. Because as Clay, Clay made a good point. He ain't do shit in what 75 minutes, you said Clay. So yeah, he, he I ain't nah. He ain't sure. He, had, he had his little retreat. Yeah, he look, he had his little retreat early this year to go get his mind right. Yeah, nah, man. He ain't shit come of it. So uh yeah, I'll be happy to see him go. I think was the thing with Sancho is is like he likes playing one twos and he's the type of like player yeah. who likes to dribble on the ball. And the thing about the Premier League is like you don't have that time to take that extra touch to take that cute little dribble. Like it's literally like as the ball's coming, you already know your next two passes. And there were times in the game where I think Sancho would have been better off taking a shot. But again, he likes to be cute, dribble through, get that extra touch. And I think there was like, I think there was two incidents where like, yeah, he had a clear shot on goal um, and he just just didn't take it. And I yeah. think there was an opportunity where um, Rashford had made like a, per- oh yes, Rashford had made a perfect run through the middle and your boy Juan Basaka couldn't feed him through because he, he, feed him. he, he saw that right, that channel he had. What it was, it's like he had to readjust like his whole body. Yeah. And like, see, like at this level, bro, like you got to make that pass. Like he had, let's say maybe like 10 seconds. He could have made that pass maybe three times and he couldn't make, and he could not. And it's like, during those moments, if you can't capitalize on stuff like that, you're going to lose the game. And that's honestly what happened with that. Yeah, no doubt. I agree. All right. Before you go, Cletus, I got a question to ask you, man. You know, we may have to close this case on uh, the ultimate juju man, <clears throat> Benzema at Real Madrid. What's under the tape? We may never find out. He's going to Saudi Arabia behind a paywall. What do you think about that, man? Him leaving his historic, I mean, the historic club of Real Madrid. To be honest, um, as it pertains to Kareem 
his first game at Madrid was against um was against his new team. So it's kind of like a fairy tale ending that the club that you played against your first time in Madrid is where you're gonna end up now. But I think in Kareem's case, he he definitely earned it. Um, especially, you know, playing behind the likes of Kaká, uh, Ronaldo, and then Bell coming in. Um, and there's always been, you know, speculations like, is Kareem good enough to be at this level, you know, but he stayed consistent. He's been there all these years, especially when Cristiano left. He definitely put the team on his back more than once, you know, leading them to the league title as well as leading them to the Champions League. So he's definitely stepped up. He's shown that he's a more complete player than most people think he is because he's finishing off his career at Madrid as the second highest in goal scoring and I think the highest in assists. So that kind of shows how complete of a player he is. And I think, you know, he's earned this move. He's he's sacrificed for, you know, for La Liga and for Madrid throughout these years. He's been blackballed, wasn't able to play on the French team, um, you know, and then you never really heard like no real scandals coming um I mean you've heard some stuff but it's nothing to like hey, hey they, they relax he's the but scandal it, god man hey, hey man he's R. Kelly and a voyeur allegedly hey 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 not guilty not guilty and you know you gotta respect it when you pull up to the bottom door with both of your youngins you know it shows a level of respect and a level of you know I'm that guy you feel me but altogether I think Kareem, he definitely earned this. I'm happy for him. Um, he's definitely going to be another pioneer, just like Cristiano in evolving the league itself. So I see a lot of great things coming from that. If you was to tell me $100 million a year, tax-free, and I'm in charge of my marketing, my image rights, and everything like that, and I get to pick the crib I want, the cars I want, hey, I mean, hey, 100 M's, you know, uh, that's that's enough for me. But I'm happy for him. Interesting to see how Madrid is going to, you know, start like recruiting, how they're going to rebuild now, now that, you know, a lot of like their old heads are leaving as well. All right, Dan. Yeah, salute to Benzema, you know. He Personal. is the guy that I like to say he is a big beneficiary of three years. Three years has changed his whole career. Now we make it seem like he was on the same level as certain players. And, hey, I get it. He had a great season last year with the Ballon d'Or, leading La Liga in the Champions League in goals, back-to-back hat tricks, I think, against what, PSG and was it Chelsea? Yeah, so he had a great run last year. He definitely deserved the Ballon d'Or. I think he is a great story to show how People can stay down because if you remember, shout out Cletus's big brother, Jose Mourinho. He said, when I want to go hunting with a cat, I'll call Benzema's little punk ass. When I want to go hunt with a dog, I'm going to go with Higuain. He went from being that to being the best player in Real Madrid. So he's had a long journey, you know. He went from being the cat to a dog. So salute to you. Now go to the Middle East, enjoy your money. Go get your harem and enjoy life. Congrats. Yeah, I remember that was one thing that Jose used to say is like Kareem was very talented and complete, but he was very like timid of an individual. He wasn't really like outspoken or like very, you know, dominant in the in the locker room. But like you said, Dan, like if you look at his years in Madrid, you know, he slowly built up that confidence and all of that. And like now he's finishing out at the top of the top. So, yeah, definitely respect. 
Marcus, what you got to say? Man, I get, I mean, respect the Benz. I mean, to me, I kind of look at it kind of like, I guess, kind of like how Dan said. And my perspective is like watching watching Real Madrid, he was, him and Bell were the sidekicks to Ronaldo. And that, I think that kind of contributes to what Clay said, how he's like in the top assist. Um, I thought it went right before he, he really started becoming the man that's when that French thing started happening. So it kind of wiped away maybe, what is that, uh, three years or like two cycles that he couldn't get, that we could have saw prime him at being that prime guy, the target guy. But we had to see Giroud. So, I mean. Francis all-time leader scorer. <laughs> you know. Um, so it's like in that aspect, I do think he probably has some, like he probably angry about that part of his career, but. Um, his real Madrid career, it's like it's probably perfect. You went from being a sidekick to being the star, and you you kind of tried to usher in the new star with Vinny. So I think that's kind of the perfect way to go out. I did see him say he wanted to uh, retire at real, but I mean, you already know it's a business. So um, him going overseas, getting his bag, probably extending his career by two, three years. Shit. How, how many years did Iniesta play in Japan? He's still like four. He's still trying. He's still not retiring, bro. They haven't attested the money. He's not gonna retire. They just got him up out there. He hasn't said he's turning it in. He just said, I'm leaving Japan. I don't know where he's going, man. He might be trying to look in that Saudi League team. What y'all got in there for me? Well, I said team. I turned into a Baltimore nigga. What the hell is that? (laughs) Hey, 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 Dan. What's you doing? I'll be more. But yeah, respect to Ben, man. There's a lot of talent out there, man. You know. He's sharp, you know. Ephraim, what you got to say about Big Ben's? Yeah, went on on top. It's hard to turn down, was it $400 million, 400 million euros for two years? Um, It's hard to turn that down. I think there's an option for a third, too. So you're you talking about potentially 600 million euros over three years. And like, like y'all said, extending his career maybe for another few years. What, he's 35? Um. Yeah, I mean he he did everything he could do at Real Madrid. So yeah, it's hard to it's hard to, to say anything different than you all said. You guys pretty much highlighted everything he's done in his career. So yeah, shout out to him. Um get that bag, man. And uh tax, tax free. And this is I also want to <laughs> yeah. say this. I I know that's a big it's a big thing in uh sports culture now to always try to discuss the legacy of someone and where do they rank in things. And sometimes I think it's not fair because I was listening to this uh, managing Madrid podcast and guys, when I tell you they were debating who was better between Lewandowski, uh, Luis Suarez and Benzema, the way they were glitching and uh, (laughs) taking away things to try to enhance Benzema. I'm like, Hey man, Benzema is a special player, but like we discussed, he had to play with Cristiano Ronaldo most of his career while Lewandowski and Suarez to his credit, he got to play with Messi and he was so nice. He became the man in certain ways. So I don't think it's fair to compare. They're all legendary strikers all put in work for their club and country. So, Hey man, just let brothers live. Sometimes ranking is cool, but (laughs) it don't always have to be as soon as a brother dips and, 
I think that segues into our next segment, if I'm not mistaken, Anthony. Yeah, man. Uh, Benzema, he's out of my jurisdiction, uh, so I can't talk about him anymore. Congratulations, you know, that that, that money. I, what do you I don't mean got, out your jurisdiction? Did you have a case on it? What's going on here? I don't got enough <laughs> money to fight that case and get, get across oh, that wall. Oh, oh, we're, we're still trying to find what's on, behind the tape. And no, Jamar, Jamar he's dodging any questions. Sorry. So. You're still in courtroom as well. Why are you worried about other investigations? Hey. Oh, yeah. Hey. He's still hey. Yeah, that, case, my, that case was thrown out. Hey, that case, your case is still out. an active case. It's not a, it's not thrown out. It, it was UEFA threw it out. You still got a Premier League case going on, bro. No, y'all hey. haven't seen the trip. Three, three in a row? That means we... It, yeah. It's gotta go. Hey man, they won. <laughs> they won the PL under twenty one and the eighteen. They about to just be like, hey man, God bless. They about to grandfather them in. It, 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 it's our league, man. So we are gonna move on, whoa, man. We whoa, gonna, whoa. Whoa. Yeah, yeah. We, we gotta on. relax, bro. We we'll be back next year, bro. bro. You you it's see all these next, ops. It's not even. It's not even next year. We'll be back in August. What's up? It's all yeah. week. Hey man, yeah. you keep you yeah. keep Hello. recognizing these ops, oh, and I think you that's what you forgot. We took you to a hundred. Hey man, yeah. Who's calling? Reality. Hey man, <laughs> hey, it's the sheiks, man. The sheiks are calling in. Let <laughs> me. They said about two hundred M's for me. Hey man, M's to play left wing. Man, let's 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 talk to talk about a legend right now, man. Zlatan Ibrahimovic, man, the man who is, who was, who always will be. They uh somebody tweeted on his team or one of his ex-teammates saying he, he didn't retire from football, football retired from him. What do y'all have to say about this? Dan started off. Zlatan is uh I would say he is the definition of being a master marketer. His personality, his quotes, his charisma has, in a lot of ways, <laughs> become bigger than his actual playing career. Um, when you look at his legacy, you look at a guy that played everywhere, in the <laughs> played at Malmo his, in his home country, only one season, jumped to Ajax, goes to Juve, goes to Inter, goes to Barca. He always jumped to the biggest bag he could find. Nothing wrong with that. He's a great businessman, and he played well in every league he played in. I would say, compared to the other strikers of his era, maybe he doesn't stand up. But, hey, man, if you're just talking about pure highlights, <laughs> he has some of the sickest highlights ever. For a player for his size to have that technique, that grace, it's rare. I've, I hadn't seen anything like that. So Zlatan, I, I'll remember him as one of the most stylish footballers ever and one of the greatest shit talkers we've ever seen in pro sports. So, yeah, 42 years old. Salute, man. That's a great career. Yeah, I put him in that uh, body poetry category. Some people shift and, and twist and turn. And look like elegant when they do it, and um, he he's he scored a lot of crazy uh colossos, just headers, long range, uh, outside the box kicks that just it's almost uh animal like, you know. Um, 
Kyrie Irving's almost like that body poetry. You know what I'm saying? The way he shift and turn James Harden, you know, different sport, but same same characteristic trait that I that I think of. Um, Ephraim, what you think, man? How how you feel about this legend leaving? I mean, I got a chance to see him firsthand. Two seasons at uh, United. Uh, one season was one of the, one well, good season. The other one was kind of a throwaway season. But yeah, man, like like you said, kind of like poetry, emotion in a way. The dude was uh, super acrobatic, super athletic. What three hundred and I think three hundred ninety-two goals in six hundred and five matches uh, for all clubs. I think he played for what nine or so clubs. I think. Um, you know, two seasons in the U.S., lit it up there, <laughs> came back to Italy, did his last four seasons there. So, yeah, to retire at, at 42, you said, Dan? I mean, that's, yeah, that's 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 a hell of a career. So, um, yeah, he'll definitely go down as one of the one of the one of the great front men uh, in world uh, football, at least in the modern game. So, um, yeah, man, hats off to him. Too bad he couldn't get his Champions League in his career, but yeah, I know, I know. But you know, hey, look, he won everything else. He's he's yeah, phenomenal player, obviously. So it's hard, it's hard to to say enough plotters about him. Nice, Gladys. Before you go, I gotta say shout out D Hat because you remember D Hat used to love Zlatan, man. Shout out D boy, man. Shout out D Hat, man. Hey man, like Dan said, no, honestly, Slatan was one of my favorite strikers because of his flexibility and he's very dynamic and unique. He's not like most box, you know, box strikers where he's just like waiting. He's able to dribble, create, and he's just like he's he's a monster up top, especially when he's in form. Um, so being able to watch him throughout his whole career, like seeing him at, you know, enter Milan throughout that journey and then him going to Barca and stuff like that. Um, I think one of his like a negative mark on his, you know, his career would be what Ephraim uh, kind of pointed out was that Champions League. He kind of showed up a little bit late or he left a little bit early and he always missed out on that Champions League trophy. But him going to, you know, United and winning that um, Europa League, I think that really meant a lot to him. And he honestly did carry United throughout that that tournament, you know, leading them to that final. So, you know, I'm glad that he got a European title. Um I don't think we'll see another player like Slyton in quite a while. We have Holland, but I still don't feel like, you know, I feel like we said this before, you know, Holland is like the 2.0 of Ibra, but still feel like Ibra is like a player that we're not going to see like a player like him, like to be able to dribble, you know, his headers, his creation, his vision, like we're not going to see that, but shout out to Slyton, man. You know, he's, he's, he learned how to market himself you know, beyond football, he's done movie roles, you know, he's done like some comedy stuff. Um, he's even opened like a few, I think he opened up like an acting school and like, he's doing a lot of stuff outside of football. So it shows that he's going to be, you know, active in his retirement as well. But yeah, man, it's, it's really sad to see someone like him, you know, retiring just shows me that I'm getting old too. Like, Jesus, man, Slatan is gone. That's, that's crazy. Like, Kareem is gone, you know, like slowly all the players that I grew up on, you know, as a child are like slowly fading away. And here I am with the Venetius, the Sakas, the Killian and all of that. Sounded sick. Isn't that pleased with this talent? I mean, it's it's great talent that we have coming up, but like, like even remember the game um, Sweden against England where Slide Time blacked out. 
like that that bicycle kick that he hit, that 40 yard that he hit, like all those hat tricks in that game are like goals that that would be career highlights for other players. But for him, that was a career highlight in one game. And he has many more like that. So bro, that that bicycle, bro, that was crazy. And in that 40, yeah. like he was in the air when he glided and just boom, that 40 yard that he hit, like, bro, some of his goals is like stuff for like a FIFA. Yeah, maybe, even though I said it, maybe it could be something fun we do next week that, hey, let's show love to, like, the top 10 strikers of the last 10 years and see where they stand. So that would be cool. But I know you got moves to make, Clay. Appreciate you for pulling up. Before you go, we need your Champions League prediction, man. We know what you want. We know what you need. But please tell us how you really feel. What's gonna happen? I'll be honest, man. I'm praying that 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 um that what's her name? Megan has been deported back to America and Lukaku is locked up in a room right now, getting his mind right, not thinking about the ass. I need a two-one, maybe I'm open to a two-two draw extra time and enter one in on penalties. However, the dagger goes inside of Pep's heart and his head, I'm okay with it. But I just need I need the enter triple instead of the city triple. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's on me afterwards if you lose. If you win, don't call me. I'm out. Hey man. <laughs> Back to Zlatan. Um, first off, happy national sweeten day. Um, but man, I think man, the 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 Swedish king. The Milan God. I mean, I think y'all touched on everything pretty much like he missed out on the Champions League, but the Europa League, I guess, was enough in his eyes. I don't even think he won the league. And I don't think he won with M- in the MLS because they got watched by LA. Yeah, they got watched by LAFC. Um, so, yeah, he only won that Europa League, I guess, at, the, at his highest peak. Well, no, they just won the league at Milan. So he has the league yeah, he title. Had, he won league titles with Juve, uh, Ajax, uh, Inter, Barca, yeah, he, PSG, of course. Yeah, he won the league almost everywhere, except for Mighty United for breaking his streak. <laughs> yeah, man. But um, I think he did his thing, like y'all, y'all said. I mean, he inspired shit. He inspired the Ted Lasso character. Um, so, like, his imprint on the game was felt worldwide. He wanted a few characters that we can say that that has transcended the game. Him, Beckham, Ronaldo, Messi, and even Messi is not really a talker, but he still is known worldwide. And Zlatan did it kind of like a wrestler, kind of like you, kind of McGregor, as you can say, talking shit. And he and in some instances he was able to stand on it, especially in the MLS, um, at times at United. So I mean, respect to him and uh hope on the best. I mean, I'm pretty sure he probably got a son coming up, but he he trying to groom to be the next him. Yeah, his son's at Milan right now. Yeah. Yeah, a buddy deal. I'ma leave and you keep my son around. No, no Maldini <laughs> package, huh? <laughs> you know the game. Oh, man. But it's silly season. You already know that what time it is. Transfer window opens officially in England next week, June 12th. That's for uh, 
English teams and domestic transfers. And then, of course, it opens everywhere July 1st. So to get us ready, we got e-money bags setting us up. He's going to be lacing us for the upcoming months on transfer rumors, reports, and official news because there's been already signings happening. Marcus, I know you're feeling yourself, and you should be because I like how active yeah. you guys are moving. But uh, e-money bags, bless us, man. It's time to talk that money talk. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. All right, well, let's go ahead and start with Marcus because Marcus was feeling feeling good at uh, the beginning of the podcast. So look like old Alexis McAllister from Brighton. Yeah, uh, after Liverpool might trigger his release clause, I think it's between forty-five and fifty-five uh, million uh, uh, pounds. <laughs> they thought they they out here telling the streets it's sixty and seventy. No man. Hey, hey, Sky Sports said 50, 45, 55. So hey, uh, so look like they may trigger that this week. He has been uh, given the okay to have a medical with Liverpool, so it looks like maybe sometime this week. Maybe near the end of the week, maybe officially signed to Liverpool. So, congrats on the rebuild of your midfield. Um, hey, that's just one piece, man. Cargo McAllister in, and we got more on the way. Yeah, yeah speaking I'd of see, that, y'all so been I, watching my football manager, Marcus. Y'all, so, y'all link with. Yeah, go ahead, E. No, nah, nah, you probably gonna say the same thing I was about to say, Dan, because because I, I got a couple more that that some French midfielders. Yeah, yeah, you already know. Yeah, yeah, it looks like Manu Kone. We, yeah, we. Like, yeah, we, we. <laughs> yeah, that's my boy. Yeah, that's like my boy, too. They've been watching my football manager saves, man. I always yeah. sign them. Me and Marcus have been some... talking about them for months. No doubt. So you got some under-25 midfielders look like it may be coming your way. So that's really good for the future of of uh, of the scouts of the midfield coming up. So congrats on that. Look like that could be uh, – uh, they heavily linked with those two gentlemen, so there we go with that. Uh, we already legs. talked about <laughs> that's what's up. So we already talked about uh, the Saudi Arabia thing. Karim Benzema going to Al Ittihad, I think that's how you say the name. Uh, two year, four hundred million uh, euro deal. Look like there's an option for a third year. So you talking about potentially six hundred million euros to go to Saudi Arabia? That's a hell of a deal. Uh, Angolo Conte, another big name that's been signed. Uh, that's Cletus about him. That's his player. <laughs> that's his guy, right? No doubt. So it looks like he's going for a two-year, hundred million per year uh, deal over in Saudi Arabia. Same team as Kareem Benzema. Uh, um, so hey, seven seasons with Chelsea. He's ready to make another move. They was trying to re-sign him, but it seems like that didn't go through. I mean, money talks. Like Cletus said earlier, money money talks, and Saudi ain't playing around right now. So they're looking to get some people. Speaking of get more people, Messi, not necessarily a done deal. Looks like Al Halal is trying to get him. Also, Barcelona is trying to get him. Apparently, some rumors saying that Messi's father was telling telling Al Halal, hold up for one more year, maybe 2024. <laughs> so it looks like if, if that's true, it could be that Messi might try to go back to Barcelona for at least a year and then maybe make that move to Saudi Arabia. So. Hey, hey man, we got him a house in Miami, bro. We got hey, him six percent of the Apple deal. What are you doing? That's another thing. Good point. He, wants, hey, he wants to stay in form for Copa America yeah. next year. They're the reigning champions, so he wants to repeat. So hey, yeah. to stay in form, he wants to stay in Europe. Yeah, 
Yeah, so good point, Marcus. I'm glad you brought that up because that's another thing. Miami, Inter Miami, looks like they're they're trying to still be in the fight as well for Messi's uh, signature. So they're not going to give up yet. Um, so we'll see how that goes over the summer, uh, and we'll report on that as it goes. Uh, Manchester City looks like you guys going to be losing a couple guys, maybe. Uh, Bernardo Silva, I hear that uh, PSG is calling, so he may be going looking to go to uh, Paris. For next year. Um, also, Ilkay Gundogan. Yeah, there's a couple couple a couple clubs. Dan's club look like they might be calling for him. Yeah. So yeah, I know. It's Manchester City uh 2.0 over in uh London. So uh we'll see how that you mean goes zero point five. We're we're still in the beta <laughs> phase, man. We ain't we we ain't advancing the culture. You see, Pep got a new <laughs> tactic in the middle of this season. We still using old shit. No shit. Yeah, that's a yeah, good point. Speaking of tactics and 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 different players for City, looks like they might go in for Alfonso uh, Davies if he leaves uh, Munich. That might be a good pickup. <laughs> so you know, because Cancelo looks like they're not going to try to resign him. They're going to try to sell him over the summer. So uh, another Arsenal target. Um, yeah, I know Dan. Hey, I know it's it's like y'all getting the City rejects. <laughs> so. And it's also rumors that y'all might be going for uh city might be going for Rafael uh Gamero from um <laughs> I hate that Rafael Gamero from uh Dortmund. So another left back replacement. So it looks like in Kovacic might be um uh a, a go as well, coming from Chelsea to City. So we'll follow those developments as they come along as well. Um, as far as Arsenal go, we already talked of a couple of potential signs for them. Also, they're looking to get Moises Casado. Maybe Declan Rice is on the uh, on the horizon as well. Maybe so if they're looking for, to get that asking price of I think 120, 100 million, 120 million pounds for Declan Rice, the English tax is real. So uh, good luck getting your midfield right, buddy. Uh, United. Uh, Mason Mounts is the big name for some reason coming out of the United camp. I know, right? <laughs> of all <laughs> of all players, of all players that United has been uh, linked with, all of a sudden Mason Mounts is the one that, that they're talking about. We seen Apparently. the pics. We seen them in the jersey. <laughs> yeah, Photoshop jerseys, right? So, uh, so yeah, they um, United want fifty million. It looks like Chelsea's trying to hold out for eighty. So we'll see. And apparently, there's only. Uh, a hundred million dollars in the kitty for United for the summer. So we'll see how that goes. Um, another name is Kim and Jay. We talked about him a couple times on the podcast, I think before that's another name that's coming up for United as well for the back end. Uh, I think he has a 45 million Euro or 50 million Euro release clause. So if United might want to trigger that, he might be United player uh, before the summer comes out. Um, we'll have more United uh, as the summer goes on. Because there's a whole bunch of people that United is, is uh, linked with, but we just don't know yet. Um, Chelsea look like they're just getting rid of people. Um, they might be trying to go in for uh, Southampton midfielder uh, Romeo Lavia. He's a Belgian midfielder. I think he's 20 years old from them or 19. Excuse me, 19 years old. Uh, Southampton got relegated. They're looking to get him. Pochettino is really high on him. <laughs> What's up, man? What you got to say, man? Nah, they can't go after my my young my young kid. Hey, man. 
Yeah, you know, I think there's going, some rumors about that too. Yeah, that, that city might yeah, be. We got We got we got some claws. We gotta have some claws to buy pay, pay up front. Sorry, they gonna Not swap them for Calvin Phillips. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, after John Stone's there, Phillips ain't getting no PT. Um, looks like Havertz is trying to leave uh, Chelsea as well. Uh, Real Madrid seems to be uh, rumored to be after his signature if he's going to be leaving. So. Uh, and Casado as well. That's another name that Chelsea's looking into. So they haven't learned their lesson. Apparently, they're still trying to buy buy uh, players. Um, so yeah, those are some big names for transfer. We'll have some more as the season goes on, or as this transfer season goes on, as the summer closes out. We'll have some more uh, uh, concrete transfers that go through the clubs. So yeah, the Monday session. Hey, hold on, hold on. Before we leave, I did see some more names that supposedly link with that Saudi money. Firmino, Madrid, Torre, Zaha, Alexis Sanchez, Dan, and Loris. Oh, yeah, and Dan. Yeah, yeah, there's, there's some big names. Saudi League, you need some journalists? I'm here. <laughs> Yeah, there, there's some people that want to change up. Like Lori said, he wants a new uh, wants a new challenge. We already knew he was toast anyway. So, <laughs> oh, and Angel Di Maria, I think he's going to uh, Argentina to go play. If I'm not mistaken. Oh, true. Or no, Mexico, Mexico. Excuse me. Hmm. There's rumors he might be going to Mexico to go play. Oh, cartel money, allegedly. Sorry, I don't. Yeah, allegedly. Right. Let's let's. This is just a rumor. So, winner, man. Yeah, I know, right. <laughs> Dang, at least he's taking it to the crib, or actually, no, he should take it to the crib, you know. <laughs> yeah, man. Well, appreciate that, E, for the insight. We're gonna take it, bring it over to the you know, cross the pond to America, USA, and, USA, yeah. and Marcus, Marcus's MLS minute. What you got for us, bro? <laughs> MLS minute, man. Y'all boys know how we getting down. It's week 17. It's still Pride Month. Yeah. Um, and we got two games this week. First off, hold on. Let me see if I get my stuff loaded. Uh, we got two games this week, though. First one, DC United. Them boys, they played uh my inner Miami. Fresh off the firing, okay? My boy, uh, Gary Neville, got rid of the lease, okay? So, um, early play, the boy Benteke was on one, okay? The man was, uh, got a, got a ball over the top. For, uh, he played it. I mean, he played it. He got fouled by this dude named Miller, and that dude... They went to VAR. He got a red. It's 40th minute in the Miami plan with 10. Okay. Um, so at that point, they still ain't got no goals. So um, 
what is that? Benteke finally get one off. They up one. Then um, what is that? Then the second shot is this image I have here. This homie, they play uh, they get a corner, they play the ball over. This homie gets that shot off. It bounces off the post, ricochets off of him, off his inside leg, where he has uh his his mouse at. Um, it bounces off that, comes back, it gets wedged in between the goalkeeper and the line. But fortunately, this league has goal line technology. They're not cheap. Um, and we go to VAR and they uh they use the goal line tech and they see that this is actually a goal. It went past the keeper. So at that point, it's two zip DC United. And then in the 92nd minute in Miami, I guess that's that new coach bump. <laughs> it wasn't used for the whole game, and they get one back. Um, and that game ended 2 1. Our second game, let's scroll up because this image of uh my captain, because if you know, I'm a I'm an Atlanta United fan. And uh my captain with this week was Brad Guzan. And um, yeah, like I say, him and Carlos, the our coach, our own surveillance. We looking in on you, bro. Um 17 seconds in the game. Brad Guzan tries to play the ball to one of the guys in the back line, thinking he was crafty or clever. And um, he gets exposed. Easy gift. New England, one zip. Okay. This game happened earlier in the week. Atlanta was off on the weekend. Uh, New England did play, and then they uh, they, they drew. So, uh, but, yeah, let's continue with this. But, yeah, 36 minute. The uh, DP Bogatang plays a ball in the box for Bobby Wood. It's like Bobby Wood was cooking the last two weeks. I've been mentioning this guy. Like, what is this? He gonna he gonna get back on the USA team? I'm kind of confused. Okay, um, but ATL ain't gonna go out without a fight. You know, as you see in those uh, gold counts right there. Yeah, where that mouse is at. Sorry, my screenshot was over. My boy, the Greek. Okay. Came and got that, got us one back in the 56 minute. We were going, we kind of controlled the game at that point. And um, the 72nd minute, I have a nominee for goal of the week, but I guess I'm just going to go with this one for the MLS goal of the week. Uh, that boy, that man again, the messy of the MLS. Okay. Almada made a crazy run past three defenders, killed their midfield. It was a ghost. That boy played. He shot the shot. It kind of was like a nutmeg because it went through two defenders' legs, okay, and got us back 2-2. Two, two. Then I'm thinking kind of the game is about to be over with. We're going to end it at 2-2, two, two, but ATL kind of, they do a sub. They take the Greek off, and we bring this D.C. United reject named uh, Miguel Berry. Uh, we bring him on the pitch. And he hasn't scored in 36 games, okay? Um, this brother, in his third touch of the game, scrape rocket. Actually, this is my goal of the week. Yeah, I'm putting MLS in the in the goal of the week because I, I can't be putting City. Like, what? We're not going multiple weeks with City. Um, 
Yeah, so Miguel Berry, shout out to you on that crazy volley. Third touch, two of the touches with a control that volley. And, um, you know, in true ATL fashion, <laughs> some 28 to 3 ghost type shit, I guess, since they play in the same stadium. That's the vibes that they get. Yeah, we trick it. 92nd minute, we trick it, okay? Dude doing the LeBron James, be quiet. And we and we we get a draw that up out of there, man. It's looking ugly, man. I'ma catch y'all again next week for the MLS minute. We out. Salute. Appreciate it, Marcus. You already know. Before we get to that part of the show, we gotta talk about. The Champions League final, of course, Manchester City versus Inter Milan will be played on Saturday, 3 p.m. Eastern time on uh, CBS. Should be an amazing match. Let's go through it real quick. Um, I already said I think City will complete the treble. I think this will be the biggest test. Um. It's going to be interesting to see what Inter does. We know they'll set up in the 3-5-2. That also turns into uh, 5-3-2. But there's always the question about what striker partnership will be chosen. Is it Lataro and Jekyll, Lataro and Lukaku? It's always Lataro and, you know, uh, one of the others. So, It'll be interesting to see how that setup works. Also with the midfield, who do you put next to Barella? Do you Brozovic and Makatarian like you've been doing, or do you switch it up? So I think Inter has more questions with their lineup. City, we know what they're going to do, or we think we know what they're going to do. Pep hasn't been tinkering much recently, so I think he'll play his – lineup recently of you know Akanji, Diaz, uh Walker and Stones because I don't think he feels like Aki is still a hundred percent. So I think he'll go with that back four. Of course the front five of Holland, um Gundigan, De Bruyne, Grealish and Bernardo Silva. And I think they'll just control the game and I think they'll win three one. So uh, what do you got, E? How do you see the match going? Yeah, I kind of had the same scoreline. I was like thinking, I was, yeah, I was thinking it's going to like kind of crush them, like 3-1, 4-1, honestly. Um, I think they're going to pull through and get the as well. Um, I think it's just basically a formality. I'm not saying that uh, Inter won't give them like a little push for a little bit, but I just think City's just going to be domination, just going to be too much for them. I really do. Uh, I I just don't see like you said you mentioned it before with the with the questions with the lineup like who do you who do you use to counter a lot of that that's gonna be tough um you know so yeah I, I'm seeing something like a three one four one city win I think they're gonna kind of cruise to it I don't think it's gonna be much of a match honestly maybe like the first 20 minutes or so but that's probably it and once city get control of the game I think that's really gonna be it's gonna be a wrap after that so uh, I would love to see a better game I, I would love to see inner obviously burst that bubble but I just I think this this was City's year. Like you guys made an argument about them being one of the best teams that ever, you know, in your in England ever. So um 
Yeah, if they if they win this, there's no doubt about it. They are more than likely the best team to ever come through uh, from England. So. I'm praying that they don't give Pep a treble. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He's talking cash. So I don't need him to win it all. I need Pep sad like Clay. I need Lukaku to come to play. I need Lutaro. To play, I need the what? Hey, Dan, who's that mystery uh player that stopped playing all of a sudden? Hey, man, hold on. I I, I saw something funny on my phone. I'm sorry, man. The mystery player. Because don't enter got play a player that stopped playing. Oh like, yeah, what's my man? Milan Skriniar. Yeah, the center back that he was their best defender, and because he's leaving on a free and refused to sign a new contract, they haven't played him for months, but. It's made the team stronger. <laughs> hey, hey, I might need you to give me a one-off, okay? And get that and get that trophy, okay? I just need Pep not doing this, but doing this. Okay. That's all I need. I don't I, I don't know. I, I honestly, if inner, if it's an inner game, then it's gonna be ugly. And it's a, and it's probably gonna be like two one and some extra time ugly shit. Like and, and and if it's because like I don't know if Diaz want to play physical with Lukaku and his rough touch, then he might get spent. But Akanji, the mathematician, might be back there doing formulas to figure out what's going on. So I I don't know. It's gonna be a nice match to see though. So we man three one no struggle. Again, I even give Inter the first goal and we'll just look straight because we got Heart of Champions. But I've seen this around the rumor mill. Kyle Walker hasn't been trained in the past couple days. So if that little kid Rico Lewis has to start, I'm actually confident that we'll still win easily. I think he'll rise to the occasion like, you know, when Gohan went Super Saiyan 2. Versailles, I know somebody know that reference. Right, yeah. Sometimes kids can do it. So I believe in them, no matter what. City. Man, that man ain't down. playing in the final, man. Y'all gonna give Aki all the steroids in the world, man. Dope that boy. <laughs> I was about to say, Aki gonna play damn right back. What you mean? Yeah. Auxiliary, man, like you said, in episode one. Yeah, dang, man. Chill. Um, juice a key up. Uh, put him at left back, make it Kanji play right back. That's probably what it what it would be. Um, but I, I honestly think the team can can get this win. Like I said, I think the the pressure of winning the second out of the treble was more than it. It was a little hiccup. It was something like, dang, if we don't do this, we gotta win this. Now it's like, hey, we know we can win this, and so I think with that with that ease. Yeah, inter- they can they can sit ten men in front of the goal, man. We still gonna score. Believe that. Yeah, man. Last year I wrote an article about how counterattacking teams dominate the Champions League. So, based on that, Inter Milan 
should win <laughs> if you're just going off that they've been 23rd in the champions league in possession with 45 percent and man city is second with 61 percent so we'll see if that theory holds true but i think this year pep they have the tactics they have too much talent i don't think they'll lose this one but hey maybe inzaghi has a master class and i'm wrong I'll be looking forward to that, but it's that time. We at the end of the show. So, Marcus, what's your champagne goal of the week? Hey, man, like I told y'all in the MLS minute, man, we going with Miguel Betty, okay? ATL United, man. Nice volley goal. For sure, for sure. Ephraim, who you got? Ooh, you already smiling, so I think you already know what I'm going with. I'm gonna go against my better judgment. That 12 second stunner. It's hard to it's hard, man. It's hard to not say that's one of the better goals of this of the week. So uh just from the even the build up to the to the to the planting of the hay just standing there, not even able to do nothing. <laughs> so yeah, man, that going again, that 12 second stunner in the FA Cup final. No doubt. Yeah, yeah, that's the that's that's what I'm going with as well. The match just started. 50-50 ball, sick volley, grand opening, grand closing. <laughs> Anthony, who you got? Man, I gotta follow it up with Silkay LK Gundigan. Oh you know? man, whoa. What a what what a goal and what a brace. And he's actually unlocking the power of friendship in Manchester City allowing himself to shoot beyond the box, the freedom of playing the beautiful game the way it should be played. You can see the joy on the players' faces after stuff like that goes in. <laughs> you can't stop a team like that, man. It's like some Power Rangers shit going on. Sounds out more like Blue Lock. He's got the eye. Hey, man. He's going crazy. Hey, man. Holland, yeah, you got watch out. I'm scoring the goals now. Because everybody's guarding Holland. So people, the city's open now. We we back to how we, we won leagues before. You know, other players can get involved because we got that threat in front, man. So shout out to Gundogan, man. He's wearing that captain's badge correctly, man. That armband. For sure. Now, who you in the club with, Anthony? Man, I'm with the genius, man. I'm with Pep. He was shedding tears after holding the trophy up, man. We 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 drinking water. I think it's hilarious in the club to, <laughs> to just sober up and get ready for this match, you know. <laughs> Ephraim, who you in the club with? This might be premature. I know I predict the city to win, but I'm bringing Inter in the club because I want them to to yeah yeah that's right yeah that's right I'm bringing them in pre, uh, prematurely in the club. That's right. So hopefully by this time next week, they'll be the ones saying we lifting the Champions League trophy. But I know it's a little premature. I might be jinxing it. I might be jujuing, uh, you know, the, the the final. But, yeah, I'm bringing Inter with me. Let's go, Inter. Salute, salute. I'm taking to the club Mets 92. Basketball team based in France, led by Victor Wenbenyama and Bilal Koulibaly. Then the finals of the French A-League title playing Monaco. If you know anything about French basketball, Monaco is a powerhouse historic. So it's going to be fun to see how they play. 
And I like the young energy that Mets 92 has. You know, I'm a Wimbenyama guy. Shout out to Bilal Kulabali. He's going to be a first round pick too. I see your Hawks are looking at him at 15, maybe Marcus. So I've heard he might even go to the lottery. So shout out to those young homies. And I'm also bringing Zlatan in the club with me. Happy retirement. Benzema, happy retirement. Kante, happy retirement. All y'all, you know, they're going, they still playing. But, you know, when you leave the consciousness of a top league or when you retire, it's almost like a professional death in a way, in a way, you know, it's like a retirement ceremony is like a funeral or a hall of fame ceremony is like a funeral. Like you'll never be as relevant to us as you are right now. So hey, salute to all y'all. Y'all had great careers. Enjoy the rest of y'all lives. Cause y'all all still young. So bless up and pop a bottle on me, except for the Muslim brothers. We, we know y'all sparkling cider. <laughs> Marcus, who you in the club with? Hey man, I'm learning French. Big Yor got me a, a a ticket out there to the new office in Paris. In Paris, you know how it get down. So I'm in the club with the two targets, Kone and Thurman. Show me the vibes out here, bro, because we gonna show you the vibes out here at Anfield real soon, okay? Black brothers running the midfield. You know what it is. Hey, 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 you can't say that when McAllister's going to be the head, man. No, you know, you know what his background is. Come on now. Hey, hey they're going to be running it. He just going to be there as... What is Controlling this? the game. Ecstatic. He's just ecstatic, bro. Hey, that brother, hey, man, y'all about to have Fabinho tra training the Africans to track back. <laughs> hey, no, the, they the, box the box players. They like making runs, man. Con mm. uh, Manu Kone, he's a great dribbler. Uh, Turam's a great box-to-box -box player, but that's why it's going to be interesting to see what, you know, Klopp does oh, if he gets oh, both. Kone's, Kone's becoming a defensive midfielder. You know, uh, uh, it's going to get ugly. But he's I was wasting. <laughs> he's one of the best young dribblers out there in midfield. You can't. But you. That. But we. But you know we let we let we let him get forward. So I mean, we'll see, man. <laughs> but but yeah, man, we out here in the club, dog. Salute, all right, man. Shout out to everybody: Ephraim, Anthony, Cletus, Marcus. We all in here. Next week is gonna be fun because you know. It's going to be the end of the season, but we'll still have content. We'll have the Champions League final to discuss more transfer news from Ephraim. Yeah, Europe's season might be ending, but, you know, MLS is rocking, so Marcus is going to get his hip, and we're going to be keeping it moving and grooving. Champagne Soccer, best podcast in the world, dedicated to the beautiful game. We holler at y'all next week, and before that, what we got to do, Marcus? Whoa, 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 oh. man. First off, they, they got to follow the YouTube. They got to follow oh. us on our socials. Look it up, hey, man. Dwayne Wade, Champagne Soccer, D-O-Y-E-N-W-A-V-E. -D -E. You already know, man. And just like that, till next time, keep them pinkies up, man. We out. <laughs>